Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. The Girl in the Locked Room, A Ghost Story, Chapter 11, Jewels. In less than half an hour, we were in the Hillsborough. Oh, in Hillsborough, that's the town's name. Even in the rain, it looked like a nice place to live. Picket fences, flowers and gardens and window boxes, brick sidewalks, well-kept houses with big backyards, tree-lined streets. We passed restaurants and coffee places, small clothing stores, a toy shop, a bookstore, a post office, a couple of banks, and a library. Just about everything a person could want or need was right here. Mom parked in the municipal lot near the courthouse, and we walked towards the library. She paused to sniff a dense green hedge. Boxwood, she said. One of my absolute favorite smells. I sniffed it, too. The leaves had sort of a woody, old-fashioned fragrance. If we ever had a house of our own, I'd make sure that Dad planted boxwood. I'd love to live in a town like this, Mom said. It reminds me of where I grew up. Has Dad said anything more about staying in one place for a while? I've talked to him, but you know how difficult it is for him to pin down anything. Always moving, always looking for something new. Dad sighed. Uh, Dad sighed. I sighed. Dad would never agree to stay in Hillsborough or anywhere else. In another year or so, this town would be another memory. Mom squeezed my hand. Don't give up, Jules. I think he's open to the idea this time. I'll keep trying to persuade him. You try too. Together, we'll wear him down. Although I wasn't as hopeful as Mom, I let myself imagine living in one place, one of the big old houses that we'd passed on the drive. I pictured a boxwood hedge, a tree tall enough for a swing, my bedroom with big windows and a view of the mountains in the distance. I'd make friends. I'd go to the same school every year. Maybe I'd have a dog or a cat, or maybe both. Why not? It was just a daydream after all. At the library, Mom headed to the, for the history collection, and I went to the, to the area set aside for teens. I found the science fiction and fantasy shelf and started searching for a book that I hadn't read. A girl about my age joined me. She had short brown curly hair and a friendly face. Peering at me with, through eyeglasses with large round lenses, she said, I haven't seen you before. Are you new here? Surprised by her friendliness, I nodded. My name's Maisie, she said. Maisie Sullivan. What's yours? Jules Aldridge. I fingered the paperback st- and struggled to carry the conversation. Do you read a lot of fantasy? I devour fantasy. My favorite author is Diana Wine Jones. Have you read the Chronicles of the... Oh gosh, I don't know this word, guys. Crestamonkey. (laughs) Would you know what it is? Chronicles of the Crestamonkey? (laughs) Monty? Sorry if anybody knows what that is and I butchered it. I'm sure I did. When I shook my head, she pulled three books off the shelf and thrust them at me. Okay, read them in order. Which week is my absolute favorite? You're going to love them. I probably read the whole series at least three times. I stuttered. The, I stuttered. I studied the covers. They look good. I guarantee that you'll read all of them. All of them after you finish the first one. 
Try the magi- magicians of, Cap- of Caprona when you're done with these. What are those about? Enchanters and magic and alternate world, alternate worlds, alternate worlds like space travel and a life on other planets. No, it's more like there are lots of of different worlds. The almost anywheres they're called. In each one, something happens that didn't happen in the other worlds. I had no idea what she was talking about. Like what? Well, suppose the Confederates won the Civil War. That would split them up. Split off from our world and its history from then on would be different from ours so there could be a world where the british won the revolutionary war or a world where the nazis won the world war ii or i stopped and stared at Maisie. wait how many alternate worlds are there too many to count she laughed maybe there's a world where you didn't come to the library today and you never met me i leaned against the bookcase stop you're making me dizzy Maisie's face grew serious you know what according to my dad Lots of people, even scientists, believe that there's really an alternate world. Or there are really alternate worlds. So it could be true that different versions of you and me and everyone else led different lives and other worlds that are kind of like this one, only different. Apparently, if you believe the theory, do you? Well, sort of, yeah, pretty much. It's like ghosts and unicorns and magic. You can't prove they exist, but you can't prove they don't exist either. So why not believe in the almost anywheres? It makes life much more interesting, I think. I hugged the books to my chest and said, I can't wait to read these. Maisie grinned. You sound like someone who loves books as, loves books as much as I do. I get teased all the time about being a bookworm, do you? Just about every day, Maisie said. Even my father tells me, get your nose out of that book and help your mother set the table. Hey, we should start a bookworm club. We'll call ourselves Worms Are Us. Maisie slapped her palms against mine and I dropped arm, the armload of books. <clears throat> While we gathered them up, I, ho- I, hopped, oh, I hoped I'd found a friend for as long as I stayed in Virginia, which I hoped would be for a very long, long time. More likely, of course, it would be a year or two at the most. And then, goodbye Maisie, hello Hill- goodbye Hillsboro, hello somewhere new. Maisie sat down at a table and I looked I took a seat opposite her. Do you live here here in town, she asked. Just outside, I told her. My dad's fixing up an old house for a big corporation. Maisie's eyes widened in interest. Whoa, is your dad the guy restor- restoring Oak Hill? Yeah, that's his job. He, Maisie interrupted. Do you actually live in the house? No, and in addition behind it, my dad and his crew are working on the inside of the house now. It'll be a long time before we, before it's fit to live in. Maisie leaned across the table towards me. Do you know what happened at Oak Hill? I fidgeted with my stack of books. It was obvious that Maisie knew something that I didn't know. Something bad, and I wasn't sure I wanted to hear it. Somehow, I knew it would be scary, and Oak Hill was very scary already. It was abandoned a long time ago, I said. Woods grew up around it, and people forgot it was there. Then, Stonebrook discovered it and hired Dad. That's all I know. Ha! What, what does some big company like Stony Brook know? Talk to the people who live here. Nobody ever forgot what happened at Oak Hill, Maisie said. It's been our haunted house for years, even my grandma's day. People were scared to go there. She pulled back the gum out of her pocket and offered me a stick. I took the gum, but all I wanted to do was hear what Maisie knew about Oak Hill. People say, Maisie went on, that robbers broke into Oak Hill and murdered the family who lived there. A man, his wife, and his daughter... They say the killers were never able to, never caught and the bodies were never found. 
but the family has haunted the house ever since. Lots of kids have seen their ghosts, my brother included. He says if you go inside the house, you never come out. He's heard stories about a hiker who went in. All they ever found was his hiking boot. Just one with blood on it. You can hear him screaming sometimes when the wind's just right. He also says, I grabbed Maisie's arm. Stop it. Just stop it. I knew something bad happened in the house from the minute I saw it. I knew. I was shivering and my teeth were chattering and I thought I might throw up. What do you mean? I get these feelings and I see stuff that no one else sees. Maisie's eyes seem to widen behind her glasses. What do you mean? Like ghosts or something? I hesitated. What if Maisie didn't believe me? What if she thought that I was lying? Maybe she wouldn't be my friend after all. She leaned in closer. Do you see ghost jewels? A teenager pushing a library cart stopped next to us. That's... Oh gosh, you knocked something out. scared me. <laughs> next to us on the shelves... Oh my gosh. A teenager pushing a library cart stopped next to us to shelve some books on the cart. I dropped my voice so low that only Ma- that Maisie had to lean in further across the table to hear me. I saw Lily. Lily? Who's Lily? Maisie spoke so loudly the teenager stared at us. Stop shouting, Maisie, he said. You want Miss Hopkins to throw you out again? Get lost, Blake, Maisie said. You get lost, Blake ho- shoved another book into the place and moved on. The sound of the cart squeaked and the wheels faded as he disappeared between two rows of tall shelves. So who's Lily? Maisie asked. The little girl who haunts Oak Hill. Maisie stared at me, awestruck. Where do you see her? Were you scared? Mom and I were in the field behind the house. Mom was asleep, but I was awake, and all of a sudden I saw this little girl sitting next to me making a clover chain. I didn't realize that she was a ghost at first. She looked like a real girl. There wasn't anything scary about her. Did you see your mother? No. Did your mother see? No, she was asleep. Then she woke up and she said that I dreamed the whole thing. Maybe I did. I don't know for sure, but Maisie interrupted me. What do adults know? Lily was real, Jules. I feel it in my bones. We were almost nose to nose now. Have you ever seen anything else? Well, the first night that we were here, I saw the Bennett family in the fields behind us. Nobody believes that either. I believe you, Maisie said. Encouraged, I told her about the horses and the maiden and the dolls and my feeling that Lily was watching me. I looked up at the window in the third floor. I think I, I think that that was her room. I swore I saw her, just a glimpse, but definitely her. Then I looked down. There was a key lying on the grass. I think it opens her door. With a sigh, Maisie sat back on the chair. Oh, Jules, I'm so jealous. I've always wanted to, I've always, always, always wanted to see a ghost. Oh my gosh, that's like us, huh? I was daring, it was a daring thing to say someone to someone I just, oh, come to Oak Hill, I said, and you just might get your wish. It was a daring thing to say to somebody that I just met. What if she said no? She had lots of friends and she was very busy with most of them all the time. But Maisie looked at me as if she wanted to hug me. Oh, Jules, I'd absolutely love to see Oak Hills and and Lily. Just say when and I'll be there. Before we could set a date, Mom appeared. There you are, Jules. This is Maisie, I told her. We've been talking about books. Mom smiled. I'm glad to meet you, Maisie, glancing at the stack of the chests. Chester Romancy books and she said oh my goodness Diana Wine Jones she's my favorite writer when I was your age I read every one of her books at least twice Maisie recommended them to me I told mom you have great taste Maisie I've read them over and over again Maisie said I adore them mom smiled at Maisie Jules and I are about to have lunch in a little cafe around the corner would you like to join us oh yes that would be great Maisie said They have the best tuna melts in town. 
we grabbed our rain gear, checked our books out, and headed for Mandy's Cafe and the tea room. All three of us ordered tuna melts. They were just as delicious as Maisie had said they'd be. They didn't ask her parents or anything? Just oh, no, I'm, I'm sure that they did. Don't worry. They should have mentioned that, I guess, though, huh? Yeah. While we ate, Maisie told Mom that she'd always wanted to see Oak Hill. My brother and his friends have been lots of times, but they never take me. That was before Stony Brook brought the land and, and found the house and started fixing it up. I guess it's really changed since Joe explored it. Mom smiled. Well, why don't you come over the day one day next week? My husband will be happy to take you on a tour. And you and Jules can continue your book discussion. Maybe she can stay for dinner and sleep over, I suggested. Maisie gave me a big grin, and I knew I'd said the right thing. We decided that Tuesday of next week would be a great time for Maisie's visit. We'll pick you up, Mom said. The roads are a mess from all this rain. You'll need a four, you'll need four-wheel drive to get through the ruts, but in paddle, puddles out at Oak Hill. We drove Maisie home to a big brick house on 3rd Street. A tabby cat sat on the front porch, and a boy's bike lie on the sidewalk. A swing hung from the big tree in the side yard. My gosh, that's like every kid's dream, huh? (laughs) The house looked friendly, not fancy, but just right. If Dad bought a house for us in the same neighborhood, Maisie and I could walk to school together. Maisie thanked Mom for lunch and the ride. To me, she said, I cannot wait to see you next week. She waved and ran up the sidewalk, mindless of the rain puddles. Well, Mom said, Maisie's delightful. I am so glad you guys got together. Me too. I leaned back against the seat. I had a friend. For once, I'd know someone when I started in the new school in the fall. I'd ask Maisie what kind of clothes to wear and how to do my hair. I'd fit in right from the first day. On on the way to Oak Hill, I told Mom what Maisie's brother said. I told you something terrible happened at that house, I said. Do you believe me now? Mom glanced at me and shook her head. That's a good example of an urban legend. Every deserted, spooky old house has a story just like it. It's a cliche, Jules. But Mom, I've heard things and seen things. Mom frowned. Oak Hill is an empty, is, is simply an old, abandoned house. I'll admit it's creepy, but nobody was murdered there. Nobody is buried there, and the Bennets are not haunting it. You have to believe me. The girl that I saw in the fields is the one that you said was a dream. Was Lily Bennett? She's in the house. She. Mom braked and pulled to the side of the road. Stop it, Jules, right now. That sort of talk is irrational and you're just scaring yourself. What do you mean? You think I'm crazy? No, of course not. Just calm down and think and use your common sense. Fine. Believe whatever you want. I slumped in my seat and turned my face away. Mom sat behind the wheel as if she'd forgotten how to drive. At last, she sighed and started the car. For the rest of the way, we rode in silence. I never understood why parents didn't believe kids when they say things like that. Yeah, would you? Of course. Yeah, I would, like, ask you questions and, like, listen to you because, well, you know, not everybody believes in in spirits and ghosts, but I do. I think that they're real, and I think that, I think that they're not bad, you know? Yeah, but then you also, some are good, some are bad, some are maybe good or bad. Yeah, but the ones in houses, even the ones that are angry in houses, as long as you try and figure out, like, what they're upset about, I think they're, they're good. Because they're just people. Yeah. yeah. They're just dead people. Well, they're just people that probably don't know that they're dead. And they're like, why are people in my house? And they're scared, you know? Maybe they think that the new people are the ghosts. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what the heck 
I'm scared. Somebody just walked across the room. I swear I saw her. And then, like, the ghost mom was like, Jules, stop that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah.